This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Good. So we're holding over here. The Rambam is explaining what it is exactly that he intended to... Um, what is exactly that Rev. Ashi... Um, Intended when it was when he was Masada the Gemara. Ha'echad, Pirush ha'Mishnah, ve'chol ma'shenafolba, midvorim ha'mechilim inyanim rabbi. To explain um, the, the 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 Mishnah, any type of um, Pirushim that had been. Um, that, that had been said in the Mishnah. In other words, understanding what the Mishnah says, and, and all sorts of things like that, machloikas hapirushim, the, the different shitas as to what the Mishnah could mean, the tainas al and the tainas that each one has the other one, the gilu tainas for emes, and which one is emes? So the first thing that Rev. Ashi wanted to clarify with, with, with the Talmud was the different back and forth in understanding the Etzim Mishnah itself. What is the Mishnah telling you? One. Vasheni, Psakadin adas echzecholkin, shrechubidivai Mishnah, or Pirusha, advechidushan schatshibor v'shchibrolel. The second one is the Psakadin of... Um, the people that argue in Pshat and the Mishnah. Now, I, I want to explain something that he's saying over here. He's, he, Lahura, uh, if the only tachlis was to have the psakdin, so why do we need to have the, the, the back and forth? In other words, you want to tell me Pshat is Mishnah is Machlaikis, and we pass like him. Isn't that enough? And the answer is. That and like we Shabbos, like we spoke about in the morale, Talmud is there to give you over the Havana and the Seichel and the Sevara that went into it, and that's why it's so critical. That's why Talmud Bavli is so important because it's the only place where we get a sense of the Sevara and understanding, and you really can't understand something, you really don't know something unless you understand. The, 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 what went into it. If I, if I tell you this is the rule and this is the law and you don't understand the, the back and forth and how it got to be that way, you're missing out a tremendous amount of understanding and mainly you're not going to, be able to use it properly. Um, the, so, so all of the different elements of the sukya, putting in the psaktin was also important. And that's why many times the Gemara will put in the psaktin um, so that we know what the psak is. Wouldn't that already come up if we're explaining the tainas either way, then wouldn't we already, any, which is the MS taina, wouldn't that automatically be Megala, what's the psaktin, once you know which is the... Well, a lot of times, exactly the point, a lot of times the Gemara brings back and forth, and, and, and each riot that you bring has... Um, a pirch on it. So we, we, it's not automatic that we know which one is which. 
Now, let, let me, uh, I mean, as to what, what you're saying, I think it's important. Um, the, even in a sugya, where the sugya does not have a clear hachrola halacha, but the back and forth, what could have possibly been pshat, what could have not, and a lot of times it'll end up in the Gemara, the Gemara brings ten rayas, and the Gemara says ten chilukim, why it's not done with this, why it's not this, or this. Or, this is talking about such a case, it's about such a case, it's about such a case. That clarifies what that Zemalach is. The, 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 the back and forth itself contains a lot of information. And that's why even without the Pesach Halacha, it's very important. Hashlishi. V'chidusha and yanim. It's there to, to um, explain and understand the basis for the different um, things that were said in the Mishnah. In other words, is it based on a Pasuk? Is there a Sakosov? Um, something else. And we also wanted to have all the Gzeris Lakonis that followed. So the Gemara will mention things that the Gemisha didn't mention because they were in the Scottish afterwards. Varvi, Droshes, Shehein Ruiz, Lifi Inyan Kalperik, Shehein Damaliris by Drosh. And Droshes that are Ro'oi meaning um, Agatha. So the last piece of Talmud is Agatha, and the Agatha is, um, it was Mesudr along the, the Yanim that, that it's Roya should be there. So the, 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 this, it, it's almost as if Chachmea Talmud, Ravashi wanted to give us over the Mishnah, Pshat in the Mishnah, new halachas that the Mishnah had not dealt with, and divrei agoda, divrei musar agoda, however you want to call them, that um, the way in which he gave it over to us was by putting it in its appropriate place on the in the in the Masechtis. This is by the way, this last point is a fascinating point. Sometimes it's very obvious. Um, you know, it's like the sugya is dealing with Saita, so, so there'll be a lot of agarata about how bad it is to be Mizana and, and so on and so forth. Those are, those are obvious ones. That's that the segue is obvious. But the places where it's not, and a Tzadik Akoyan has a cloud that wherever the main agarata of something is, that's where Mitzad, it's Teichen, and it's Indian, it belongs. So, the marshal. Um, Mesech uh, Shabbos has the, the Matan Torah. Gemara says, Kul alma moide, the turn it to Shabbos. So, Matan Torah on Shabbos, is, it's very tied to Shabbos. It's not just the Mikra, Kodesh Baruch who happened to choose a Shabbos. It's above Sivim, have to fall out Shabbos. Or um, it, it, Shabbos is, is intrinsically tied to it. One example. Uh, second example, Mesechtes Gitten has the Chorbeis Amigdash in it. Yes, it's very fitting of, of, the, of, the, of the places in Shas. It's the most fitting place to fit it in. Um, next, Ksubis, the end of Ksubis 
has the Yonim of Eretz Yisrael. Nisuin is Achnosel Abesoy, taking in the, the, you know, the, 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 the wife to live in the house. Eretz Yisrael, that is the Indian of, uh, of Eretz Yisrael and so on. And he, and he has many times that he'll, uh, the Rebzadik will, will, will mention that, he'll approach Nagarita with where is it located. And, um, and sometimes it's extraordinarily revealing. It's interesting. Um, the, um, okay. The, so, 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 so he added the Drosha of Agada in, in Shas in order to, um, to, 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 it's the right place for each of you. Maybe we explain that. The first three sound more in line with what the Mishnah was coming to do in terms of laying down halachas. How did Agatha get included? What, what's its role? Why, why is that something that Moroin dealt with more, and why B'chal was it Michal in the Gemara? So, um, good question. I, I guess in a, in a limited way, Tanoim dealt with it in Pirkei Abbas. And on the, on the simplest level, Agatha is different Musr, mostly. <laughs> It's mostly we could say it's a type of musr, and I guess when you're in, in, when you when you when you're trying to teach people, mishnayis is to is to give over the information in a nutshell. So musr has no place in that. Talmud Bavli is to help us understand what it's about. So musr is definitely part of it on, on a certain way. Musr tells us what it's about in a certain way. That's probably the, the reason for it. Um, okay, <coughs> Zay. So you're going to speak about Agadita. Vizet Enyan Arivir Tzalema Hadrash Hanimtza B'Talmud Ein Royal Lachshav Shemalose Me'atav Talmud Chaseira. Person should never think Hashem that it's not you know that it's not worthy. It's not Chashav and so on. Avli Yesh Boy Tvuna Gedoyla. There's a lot of depth in it. Includes extraordinary understandings and so on. Um, I, I, I want to explain the word chidois. Chidois plios vechamudis neflos. The word chida is um, translated in modern Hebrew as a riddle. So riddles are the type of stuff you amuse kids with when, when, when you have nothing else to amuse them with. So, you know, you, 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 you say, uh, you know, well, what's black and white and red all over and, you know, that type of stuff. It's the furthest thing from Chachma. And it's not something that at all we would uh, associate with having any value. Yes, yet uh, Michele speaks about... Um, and their riddles. So, so again, the word chida is unfortunately translated as a riddle, and we associate it with the lowest common denominator, which is the silly stuff we do with kids. But what's the, what does it mean? Um, what does the word chida mean when, when we talk about It's a pasig mishle, where Shlomo Malach says, So, Achida is Yabba Shem Shagibar when he gave Achida. Achida is a type of expression 
that when you're an outsider looking in, you can't see much. When you're an insider looking out, you see it all. So, um, just like the windows, by the way, Samikdash, the windows shown outwards and inwards. Let's take let's take the silly type of riddles that we know. So the silly type of riddles. So someone asks a question, and it's baffling. There's nothing in the world that we could even think is remotely shaykh to it. I don't know what those words mean. You know, name somebody who does X, Y, and Z, and and uh, you know, and and so on. The um, the so. When I was see someone said, you know, there was a joke, a kid joke, like, tell me, what's big, furry, and 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 rummage is a garbage can? I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure either, but it's in your garbage can now, so you better <laughs> find out. The, 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 I mean, what's what's the point of, of the chida? So it, it means I present something in a way that if I look from the outside in, it's baffling. What could it possibly mean? And yet, when I look from the inside out, then, yeah, it's exactly, it's perfect. Divri Agarita are hidden. They're cryptic. And therefore, when you learn an Agarita, Ovel Habashan was 100 feet tall, and he ate this, and he took a mountain, threw down, and that. It's like, whoa, what is it? It doesn't make it doesn't fit. Doesn't make any sense. What are, what are we talking about? It's baffling. When you understand the content of it, like the morale and so on, when you understand what Hazal is saying, then the expression of it is perfect. Um, so the the, the uh, there's a story that Balatanya um, once the, the Tsar made some sort of terrible xera, and um, the the uh, I don't know like one of the many, many, many players. <laughs> and the Balatanya went to try and to Shadlonis to, to, to get him to rescind it. And he told him, he's very, he, he said that the, the, the Talmud is full of, of silly things. He says, the marshal, so, so the king's Xera was that the Jews would have to move into the pale of settlements, which they did in the end, which would mean basically relocating 100,000 Jews in places with no Parnas or anything. And he said this silly thing, like it says there was a place where a bird dropped something down and it drowned 100,000 people. Well, I, I got it like that about a bird that came and uh, maybe it's in, in Lovasa, I'm not sure. I don't remember which one, but it was something like that. So the Valtanya told him, my czar, in a future generation, the, the czar's symbol was an eagle. Someone will write about this Tkufa and will say that the great eagle with one drop of ink drowned a few hundred thousand Jews. Will that be an exaggeration or will that not be exactly as it is? That was the way he described it. So in other words, Chazal used cryptic language to convey certain things, describe certain things. For the person standing outside, I don't know what that means. Well, there's a bird, and like oh, in, in, in Rabbi Baruchana, in, in the fifth parak in Babasi, you have these very, very, very strange agaritas. 
And, and as so, when you read it from the outside, you can make heads or tails of it. What does it mean? Try to reach up to the stars, the stars came down, it's that way. Once you, once you understand what Chazal meant, then, then those I got it is our perfect description of what they tried to describe. So, so a chida means a riddle, but the point that a riddle is, before you know the answer, it's, it, it, it's unintelligible. When you know it, it, it fits perfectly. So Agathas, without that, Agathas need to be um, unfolded, need to be explained. For what tachlis was it written like that? So there are a few reasons. First of all, Ram says they wanted to keep it away from people. It, it needs finer understanding, and they wanted to keep it away from people who, who um, don't understand it. So this way you know it's off limits, and that's it. That's one Hezbe that's written a lot in the term. I think there's another Hezbe, and, and I would like to, to, to share that. I'm trying to describe the Xera, the Tsar. Let's go back to like that. So I can write that the Tsar issued the final proclamation, and, and the mailer, 100,000 people have to move into the payload, payload, and therefore they lost the Pinossa, and it was this and so on. So. It's a factual description. But when I say with one drop of ink he drowned 100,000 people, it's a much, much more powerful um, description of it. The image of it, it's just like a, a, a painting can portray a certain, a, a certain feeling through the picture it presents in ways that the words describing the incident can't. And therefore, um, it's a way of, of this, uh, since Agarita is meant to address the heart of the person, some, the, a language that's more powerfully evocative is a lot stronger than a language that just prose and tell it. That's the reason why people do have poetry and people do write these things because of that. Okay, we'll hold it over here. Um, the Rambam hold that not every Agadah in Shas is necessary. We'll see. We will see when we go as we go on. Mr. Stay tuned. Why would Rabina and Ravashi put those Agadahs in Shas? Where did they put those Did you know what I said? I don't know. Yeah, it's a good time.